welcome, welcome, welcome to Astro T. That was the song of the week right there, Watering My Plants by Larry June. And this is a weekly conversation that we host on Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard, 3 p.m. BST to take a closer look at the transit and cosmic energy of the week ahead. So join our group here on Clubhouse. Share the stream out with your friends, share out with your family so they can get the tea too. If you haven't already, join our email list and don't forget to purchase your copy of the Astro Tea Journal. That's available on Amazon right now. Just click the link at the top of the room to receive all the exclusive tea. Hey, Sol. Hey, y'all. Happy Sunday. We have um, a to get through and I'm very excited to be able to get into it with all of you. So. Uh, we have a lot of OGs, of course, in the house, but if you are new, what we're going to do is run through the transits of the week, then we're going to turn on hand raising and invite people on stage to be able to have a conversation. Um, anything that you want to share, feel free. You can also use the room chat. In the meantime, we'll get to any questions or comments. Anything that resonates, you can share that there as well. If you want to share, um, how did your full moon and Sagittarius go? Really anything. So we'll get to that at the end, but definitely in the meantime, feel free to use the room chat. So. We're going to just dive right in. If you want to grab some tea, get your Astrochi journal, we're going to start off with tomorrow, Monday, June 20th. We have Mercury and Gemini is sextile Jupiter and Aries. So the relationship between Aries and Gemini is about quickness and vivacity, right? These are very um, youthful, energetic, passionate, curious, driven signs, right? Aries' motivation is to want to kind of like battle through and power through everything. And Gemini loves to expand possibilities, expand thoughts, expand connections and conversations. So both signs move around very, very quickly. These are very energetic signs. So we have a sextile here between Mercury and Jupiter and sextiles correspond to Venus, right? All of the different aspects of astrology have a different kind of like energy to them, right? That speaks to the relationship between the two planets at a given time, right? Depending what, what sign they're in. So sextiles correspond to Venus energy. So we can think about this as harmonious and supportive, right? how are mercury and jupiter supporting each other to transform our thoughts mercury right and our beliefs jupiter so mercury and gemini is a lot of thoughts insights and ideas all coming in hot coming in all at once and jupiter and aries gives us the drive and the confidence to act on the abundance that we really want to cultivate you know if we see it on our in our mind's eye Jupiter and Aries is like, all right, I got this. Like, how do I make this into my reality, right? Aries rules the first house in, in the Zodiac. So it's like, how do I bring this into my personal space and get it out of my head from just being an, an idea or a thought? And how do I actually bring it into my personal space and my reality? So um, we're gonna talk a little bit more about juggling multiple ideas and streams of income later in the week when we talk about Venus going into Gemini. But for now, I feel like this is a really great way to start the week of allowing these ideas <clears throat> to flow from a space of endless possibilities and the courage to actually see your ideas through. So like writing things down, whether it's voice notes or sticky notes. I love that Empress, you brought that up uh, like last week or the week before about even like if it's little sticky notes or just open the notes app, like everything that comes through, we'll sort it later. Like we'll talk about sorting later in the week, but for now, just keep your mind open to all the possibilities that come to you, you know, and have this like um, optimistic, confident attitude about your 
your ability and capacity to execute. So that's what I have for Monday. Empress, what's your take on this in the tarot? What does this sextile look like? For Monday with Mercury and Gemini, sextiling Jupiter and Aries in the tarot, this is the Eight of Swords sextiling the Four of Wands energy. So on this last day of Gemini season, because as you'll see, we're getting to the summer solstice tomorrow with Cancer, Sun entering Cancer. This is the last day of Gemini season. There should really be an awareness that we all have at this point in our minds about what thoughts we allow to restrict us from the adventure. What thoughts we allow to restrict us from expansion? What thoughts do we have that restrict us from our biggest, boldest self at this point in Gemini season, the very last day? So the Eight of Swords, sex telling the Four of Staffs today, is you sitting amongst all of the thoughts that you that occupy space in your mind. Thinking about all of the information that you've learned throughout Gemini season and heard while the sun has been in Gemini. Amongst, you're sitting amongst all the truth, all of the lies that you have told yourself and the truth and lies that others have told you and not attaching yourself to any of them, right? None of those thoughts you're attaching yourself to. Instead, you accept that your mind is the beautiful and complex creation that it is. Gemini is constantly receiving information, right? It's known as the messenger of the gods. There's constantly an influx of that AOL, you've got mail sound, right? And so acceptance of the beautiful and complex creation of that system and ask yourself a question, right? And that question is, what is the next action I can take that will bring me the most peace and success? That's the only question you need to be thinking about on this day. Now that Gemini season is over, what is the next action I can take that will bring me the most peace and success? We're about to enter cancel to cardinal sign, taking action, getting the ball rolling, right? And I really love so that you mentioned writing things down on a day like today is perfect. Journaling today is a great thing to do and being open to the possibilities, right? not holding attachment to certain things, but being open, right? Accepting the beautiful and complex creation. So I love that. Um, what's that uh, something Rhapsody, that that um, movie that they did with like Queens or something like that? Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that just came to mind. It's on Netflix here now. So like, you know, just be open to that. So that's what I have for Monday's transit. Let's get into Tuesday. So. So with Tuesday, June 21st, I'm really excited. This is, okay, this is weird. This is like my favorite day of the year because at, with all my Sagittarius energy, I really don't like the winter. It's very weird. Like even though I'm a Capricorn, I don't like the cold and the days being short and it getting dark so early. So every single year, I really look forward to June 21st. Like that's one of my favorite days. And it's kind of bittersweet. Why? Because this is the summer solstice. So this is actually like, the um in terms of daylight hours we have the most daylight hours on june 21st and then after that you know we start dwindling away slowly as we get to december 21st which is like the least amount of daylight hours that we have in the year so this is going to be you know it's a beautiful symbol 
of having, you know, so much of this light, right? And as we go into cancer season, right? So the transit we're talking about is the sun entering cancer. I think that's really beautiful how they coincide of, you know, all this light, you know, all this, um, this conscious awareness that we have, right? We're in the cardinal season again, which I'll talk about in a second, but it's a lot of possibilities, a lot of initiatory energy, kind of like um, having the, the light and the consciousness to be able to initiate new things, right? Initiate new ways of being, um, new patterns, new traditions, things like that. So with the sun entering Cancer, uh, Cancer is a cardinal water sign. And this is kind of like, I was thinking about this is like Q2, right? It's the second quarter of the astrological year. So we have, I think about it, and Empress, we've done this before, we think about it kind of like in, in the cardinal signs, you know, how they initiate new seasons or new quarters. So we started off with Aries season, and now we're back into Cancer season before, you know, we enter Libra season later in the fall. So this is coming back to like what is it that we're initiating you know it's time to take action but in what areas of life right are we taking action in airy season we talked a lot about like new health routines changes to your appearance changes to your personal space a lot of people are moving a lot of people were embracing more confidence to like be this new improved version of themselves so now that we're in cancer season like what is it that we're initiating so a little bit about the sign of cancer it's it needs in order to feel fulfilled it needs to give and receive emotional warmth and security so a lot of the areas in life that we're initiating have to do with our sense of security just generally speaking right Car uh, cancer corresponds to the fourth house in the zodiac so we're dealing with the home the family uh psychological foundations right how are we taught to or were we taught to right uh navigate our emotions and where we um, affirmed and felt secure in the expression of our emotions, especially as a young child, right? It's a lot of those types of things, a lot of uh, mirroring between our childhood and now, I feel like, especially with this Gemini energy in the air as well, like transitioning from Gemini to Cancer, a lot of it, you know, we're shifting from childlike playfulness into now, like, let me just like reflect on my childhood itself. You know what I mean? From my family home, from my upbringing, from my culture, from my values and traditions that were passed down from my family. Like, this is a great time to um, also spend time with family. Like, I just got a flash of like, sitting with like your grandma and like asking her questions you know what i mean about her life or even taking pictures right cancer is very nostalgic a lot of cancers love photography and holding on to these memories so even taking pictures of your family or maybe even working on a family tree that's something that just came to mind um to me just now like just focusing on the home and family and and the you know not all of us have the easiest home lives and family lives, but like understanding the value of it. You know, what did we learn? What was passed down? What was the good, the bad? How are we going to process the bad, you know, emotionally? Those are the things that are going to come up in cancer season. So um, we're going to talk about this more for sure during the new moon in cancer that's coming up soon within the next few weeks. But it's also definitely a time to declutter your home space. Um, Empress and I, we talked about this a few weeks ago that um, a some people might be moving. 
you know so it's like it's important to start decluttering now you know to make that transition smoother and also you know since we are initiating if we're in a season of initiating and manifesting new things in terms of security how can we do that if we're kind of like clogged you know and disorganized and things like that and feel like we don't have that space for abundance to flow within our own home space right so this is definitely a time to De- like yes organized but it's more of just declutter you know i think a lot of us somebody is out here holding on to a sweatshirt from their ex period <laughs> you gotta get rid of it and it's not even that oh well it wasn't a bad relationship but it's like is that the kind of relationship that you want to emulate is that the kind of relationship that you want moving forward is that the same person that you were do you still have the same things to bring and contribute in a relationship if not you're holding on to energy that's not resonating with the path and direction that you are going in so like it's not that it's toxic or it's bringing bad energy in your home but it's it's reflecting a part of you that you no longer like resonate with you know what i mean so how can we kind of declutter things that are holding on to previous versions of ourselves to initiate new patterns of emotional security right um a lot of us we're going to be working on developing self-sufficiency especially with like emotional responsibility some of us might be realizing like damn like my family isn't there for me you know maybe in some maybe like financially or maybe socially but like emotionally i don't really feel that so how how are we learning to take accountability and responsibility for our own like emotional self-sufficiency And then lastly, this is, uh, you know, I'm excited to, well, not excited. I'm curious to see how this plays out, but I was getting a lot about like merchandising, agriculture, the abundance or lack of abundance of goods, which I'll talk about that a little bit more when Venus enters Gemini as well. We'll get to that. Um, I feel like, you know, there's been a lot of things going on with a lot of these factories that produce food um, being like set on fire. A lot of fires lately in terms of like manufacturing um, factories or plants. So it's like, how is that impacting the abundance of our goods, especially our food? Like, I feel like that unfortunately is going to be a theme during cancer season, as well as just more unfolding with the like real estate and housing market right now during cancer season. Right. That's the home. Um, So as different planets start to make aspects to the sun and cancer, we're going to see a a narrative being told about like what is going on with real estate in the housing market. But just overall, that's going to be a theme coming up. Um, And then lastly, changing locations. Um, You know, this might be what we talked about a few weeks ago, that some people might be moving out of their family home for the first time. Like this is the first time they're going to be living by themselves. So that's just generally speaking, a few things that are, you know, where our attention and our consciousness is going to be placed on during cancer season. So Empress, what's your take on this? Yes. So Tuesday, guys, the sun enters cancer. This is the summer solstice. This is Litha. So uh, in the tarot, this is the sun entering the chariot or the queen of cups. And the summer solstice is upon us as the sun reaches the highest point above the celestial equator. So the sun in the tower represents vitality, its positivity, its success, its happiness, right? And so with the sun entering the energy of the chariot, that embodies determination. The chariot is about focus, movement, having that grit. And then with the queen of cups, she's loving, she's nurturing, she's creative and emotional. And so this cancer season, we can really expect to feel charged to make a difference, right? To take the steps 
and remaining accountable to loving ourselves while also having fun and creating memories that bring us happiness and positivity, specifically in our lives and in our homes, right? As we take on this Cancerian energy now. So make bright and beautiful changes to your sacred space at this time. I really love that you mentioned soul the home space. We know cancer represents the home. Cancers love to be home. My mom is a son in cancer. She loves her home. She's like been renovating, doing everything to like beautify the home space. And it has, oh, I love it. I wish I could go back home. But literally take this opportunity at this time. I love that you mentioned real estate as well, Nikki. I feel like you know those good shows on IGTV about like home renovation and like, you know, doing the the whole home improvement thing where it's like you get the DIY ideas, you get all the best things to do. Like you can hop on YouTube and people are telling you how to turn like a $2 sale bin that you find at like a garage sale into like a nifty shelf, you know, like that looks all retro or modern on your wall and like how to put it in the wall. Like all of those things I think are really going to be just um, more on the forefront, like more easily accessible, kind of like those shows kind of coming out with new seasons, um, all, you know, all that taking place with this new season um, getting started, right? Um, so make those beautiful changes. If you've been feeling like I want to make, you know, certain changes to my sacred space, to my office, to my home, look those things up and get it done. Use the energy, the vitality that we're getting from the sun here to do those things and get the ball rolling. Like we mentioned with the cardinal energy. So open up some windows. Okay. Let the breeze in, let that air, let that, any of the stagnant air continue to flow through the home. We're entering into a new season, which is a new energy that we're all experiencing as a humanity. So open up the windows and do some renovations, right? Nourish your temple, right? And when we're talking about homes, yes, we're talking about brick and mortar, but your body is your home, right? So nourish your temple with food that's going to hydrate and nourish you especially while sustaining your energy this season okay thinking about things like that also use this boost of energy in the collective to share your light with others as you're getting a boost of energy boost it boost the success that you're experiencing right in the collective in the world this means sharing your love with other people as i mentioned with the queen of cups just now sharing your products, sharing your services. I love what you mentioned, Nikki, as well, you know, just initiating and manifesting new things in general. Later on this week, we're going to get into Taurus. Trust me, we're going to get into you going into grind mode, thinking about creative ideas and how you can get into your bag, how you could bring more prosperity and align more with that frequency as well, right? but put more energy um, into sharing your product, sharing your services, sharing more of yourself because the chariot wants to keep you focused, right? That's the part of the journey that the fool is on when it gets to the chariot is how can I stay focused? I just left the lovers where I was able to address my higher and lower nature. Now I'm combining two of both of these energies to focus and now get somewhere, you know, with, with, with my trajectory, with my energy. So allow yourself to take life by the reins, literally like the, the chariot card does, and set off in whatever direction you want to take action at this time, right? The world is your oyster. So that's what I have for uh, Tuesday's energy. So let's get into Wednesday. I love that. And how... 
Cancer is also like the mother of the um, Zodiac. So it's kind of interesting how I just, just very, very quickly, um, we can, there's always um, ability, there's always the ability to transmute or, you know, some astrologers call it remediate certain transits or aspects, um, especially if it's causing, you know, maybe a, a challenging aspect in your chart, maybe you have Chiron in Cancer, right? Or maybe um, you have some harsh squares to Cancer in your chart. So some people like might feel like neglected, you know what I mean? Or emotionally alone. So a, a, a very practical way for us to remediate this energy of feeling kind of like, you know, maybe neglected or emotionally abandoned, or maybe feeling like people don't really understand or hold our emotions. It's a kind of channel that mother energy you know what i mean it's like sometimes if you want great friends you have to be a great friend if you want a good partner you got to be a good partner so how can we be nurturing to the people around us that we feel are worthy of that nurturing you know what i mean this is a great day to like cook a meal for your friends or check on your family like be that person you know what i mean and that's gonna help you remediate the energy of maybe feeling like no one cares about me or i'm all alone or i feel very emotionally insecure like that's a practical way to like remediate that um during cancer season so i just wanted to say that before we get into Wednesday, June 22nd, this is probably my favorite transit of the week. And how timely is it that we're dealing with Wednesday, which is ruled by Mercury. And we have Venus going into the Mercury ruled sign of Gemini. So I'm really, really excited. I was just thinking, I was like, we outside with it, period, during this transit. And it's funny that you mentioned DIY because literally I was like, okay, the shift from Venus and Taurus is like being in the house. I literally wrote working on some DIY projects. Like some of y'all maybe just repainted your house or redid your floors. And you're like, dang, this took me a lot longer <laughs> than I I thought or maybe it's something that you worked on a little bit every single day right like a Taurus you know it's like oh wait like I'll get this project done in time but I'm gonna work at it a little bit every day um people maybe were staying in more ordering food and now to really welcome the summer season you know people are outside with it right spontaneous dates right spontaneous events like maybe you know you don't have anything planned and then a friend is like girl you know this local bar is having this this type of night like we should go and you're like all right hold on let me just throw something on i'll meet you in an hour you know it's kind of like these fun spontaneous events um riding around in the no local neighborhood right a lot of car activity a lot of places that you can go to locally spending more time with friends letting loose and being more playful and social and talking to people more just really valuing conversation remember venus is what we um really value and appreciate and see beauty in so we're gonna see a lot more value and appreciation for our friends for our network for our community i feel like some of us um it's funny with the sun and cancer, some of us might be leaving our family home to actually go live on our own. But then some of us who have already moved away might be coming back to like our old stomping grounds. And like, you'll be able to see it with a different lens of like appreciation and value of all the lessons that your hometown taught you. So for some people that might be a theme as well. And then 
Um, we might have just a more, we're more oriented right now towards like casual dating um, than more serious loyalty oriented focused relationships that we had when Venus was in Taurus. So for all the people who are single and ready to mingle, it's just, you know, keep it play it, keep it honest. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with talking to multiple people at once, but it's keeping your intentions honest and open and just be clear with the people that you're talking to, to let them know what it is, what's good, what time it is. And also what we talked about earlier when I mentioned multitasking, I feel like a lot of people with Venus and Gemini during this time, they're going to be uh, focused or talking about or thinking about multiple streams of income, right? You might have a friend or neighbor or associate who's like, oh, let's work on this together. Oh, let's collab on this. Oh, I want to release this type of thing with you. So it's like this energy plus like just being in cancer season it's a lot of you know this initiatory energy of having new forms of stability but just making sure that wanting to grow multiple brands and businesses doesn't turn into something detrimental or overwhelming to your focus focus is a huge theme with venus and gemini because the the image that i got was like someone trying to fish right and i i don't really know anything about fishing but like do you have the right bait to get the fish that you want to catch you know what i mean are you just out here like gemini is very on the fly so i was like you know what i'm just gonna throw it out there and you know i'll just see what happens it's like do you even have the right bait <laughs> you know are you looking for freshwater fish and salt water you know what i mean how is that gonna work out for you like how can we adjust our focus and our intentions so that the right thing catches the bait you know what i mean and attracts itself into our lives so Venus and Gemini is a, a time for us to really focus on what we value because our energy and attention will be dragged in so many different directions all at once. And then lastly, just super general themes. People are going to be buying cars. Congratulations in advance. Or you might be trading in an old car for a new car. With that, too, I just thought, you know, some people might be having car troubles as well. So do your due diligence. If you know it's been way too long for our oil change, you know, take initiative and schedule that. Plan that out, right? Don't let your car just be breaking down on the side of the road. Um, people might be taking new forms of transportation, like where you would usually fly, you might take a bus or a train and actually really like the variety of that experience. A lot of local adventures, maybe people who, you know, can't take time off work or have other commitments, like still look around your local neighborhood, go to a, a new bar, a new restaurant, um, a new store, check out a different part of town and you'll still find that you'll have fun. You don't have to travel to an international country just to, you know, learn new things and experience new things. Um, also taking fun classes like it's not like heavy serious education like you know oh i feel like you know signing up for college like that's not really what i'm feeling it's more of like taking a fun little like workshop or seminar you know i was thinking about like pottery or glass blowing or an instrument um or a new type of workout class maybe you try pilates or kickboxing or something for the first time a very hands-on kind of thing since gemini rules the hands um I was also thinking about supply chain issues, especially with trucking, um, because Gemini rules the distribution of goods and distribution systems. So like, remember when people's couches and stuff were backed up for like months and stuff like that due to supply chain issues? I kind of feel like that with the, um, the sun and cancer also kind of putting a spotlight on our food 
and agriculture, I feel like those kinds of things, you know, we might be seeing more food scarcity, right? The shelves on the stores uh, not being restocked as much or a lot of like distribution and supply chain issues while Venus is in Gemini as well. Um, I got a, we'll talk about this later too in the week. I got like a, just a, a download to lock your doors or just take proper security measures. I feel like this in combination with Mars still being in Aries, I feel like uh, neighbors might be like on some trifling shit. Like you might have a package stolen or you might have a break-in in your neighborhood, things like that. So if you feel like, you know, locking your doors brings that extra sense of security or getting like a ring alarm for your door like those are really good things to invest in right now right venus is also about what we invest our money in so um that's a thought and then um lastly is this was weird but i got this um androgynous summer outfits i feel like that's gonna be a trend for the summer season especially for women um wearing a lot more masculine pieces streetwear loose fitting clothes like doing a lot of kind of androgynous themed clothing for the summer is gonna be really in so i'm excited to see why y'all got you know what i'm saying show out take pictures have fun but that's kind of what i was getting for venus in gemini um empress what does this look like in the tarot yes so many gems in that guys i loved that i'm gonna touch on them as i go through just for us to keep time but literally wednesday has so much goodness to bring us we have venus entering gemini and in the tarot this is the nine of swords right this is um i love that this is happening on a mercury day <laughs> um this might be one of my favorite days um of this week as well because uh, after this, it's literally a lot of reflection with the moon. So uh, with the increase in energy and pace that we just started to get into with the summer solstice being yesterday, right? We now have come into as humanity um, this space where we're going to be able to really feel an upsurge of energy, right? There's going to be an upsurge of us being able to kind of like you know in video games where it's like you can add energy onto your your character it's kind of like that that's how i'm visualizing it so this nine of swords is the true determining factor of how you are coping on the inside with all of the hustle and bustle that's going on and that we're feeling right so when we don't address the things that come up during a particular season in the year and in this instance i'm referencing gemini season it does not just go away. When we have thoughts, when we have conversations, when we have communication, when we learn information and we just sit on it, right? We don't really address it. We don't really apply it. That information does not just go away. We, we, you know, when we enter the next season, it's, it's not like all of those Gemini season lessons just fade away now. Oh, you had a chance and now it's just gone. It festers, right? It sticks around. It begins to um, just build up internally, right? So with more energy surging through us, thanks to the sun moving into cancer, being the summer solstice, we have a responsibility to do something with that energy, right? This is a time of the year where we're intentionally being given more energy. And so now we have a responsibility. With more um, power comes responsibility, right? So because you take on more, you, you may not be increasing or having a plan of action to allocate it, right? So that's when you can sit 
and potentially rot and, and allow those things to weigh you down, okay? Let's take food as an example. Let's just round it out using an example with food, okay? So, so now that the sun is out, people are gonna be outside, people are gonna be barbecuing, people are gonna be socializing and generally just eating more. And if you're going to all of these amazing events, you're going to parties, you're going and eating all of this amazing food, right? All these things, um, like so mentioned with agriculture, right? Things are ripening and becoming more available, right? So you're absorbing more energy is what I'm trying to say. But, but you're not going to do anything to expel or release the energy. You're just continuing to go to barbecue after barbecue, go to brunch after brunch, go to event after event, drinks on you, right? But you're not doing anything to expel all of this energy that you're now taking on, okay? This increase that you're taking on, what, what's going to happen? You're going to begin to gain weight or retain that energy because you haven't developed a plan to expend it. Okay, it's summertime. I worked hard on this body. I know I'm about to be outside. I know I'm about to be going to more events. I know I'm about to be traveling when they go on vacation. When you go to that resort, they have, when you go on a cruise, they have food open 24 hours. When you're going to these resorts and stuff, you have access to food all day and you don't even have to cook, right? So there's so many opportunities during the summertime to, yes, have fun. Yes, spend time with your family friends. Yes, um, be creative and love and all these things. But there's also the ability with all the increase in energy to sit on the energy if you don't have a plan to release it. So this Nine of Swords with Venus entering Gemini um, represents air. So this can also be in the case with your mental space. Let's take it mental. Where when we're out, we may forget about our thoughts and our worries. When we're too busy having fun, we're not thinking about all the, the responsibilities, all the tasks that we have to do, right? And I love what you mentioned, Soul, when you said, do you have the right bait? That was so perfect for a day like today, for this energy, for Venus being in Gemini. There's so many things going on. You have so many ideas. Friends want to collaborate. You're outside now. People are asking you what you do. People are asking you about your products or services, right? And you're, so you're just, you know, having conversations like, oh yeah, I do this and that. Oh my gosh, I've been looking for someone that does this. Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to have someone do my nails. Oh my gosh, girl, I needed to get my hair done since last week. Like you literally, I manifested you. I need you, right? So now all these people are going to want your services, but guess what? You're saying yes to them in their face and then going home and looking on your computer like, I have no system. I have created no system to be able to send them a professional email. I have no system to be able to take their information and hold it and keep it. I have no Rolodex virtually or on pencil or paper to be able to keep my customers and then be able to send them updates and emails so that they don't forget about me. I don't have a social media plan. So when these people are asking for my Instagram, the last picture I posted was last year in June of 2021, right? So this nine of swords here is, yeah, in your mental and in your mental space, there could be a lot of things that are going on a lot of thoughts, a lot of different actions that you're being asked to make because thoughts or your, your mental is the masculine, right? Swords is a masculine. 
But as soon as you're alone and reflecting on all the tasks that you're not acting on, all the tasks that you didn't act on, that Gemini season was like, girl, you might want to start working on that. Girl, you might want to get a start on this. You see all these people on Instagram that have been sourcing out their business, doing all this and that. And, you know, that's why you were seeing it so that you could be inspired to also take action on it as well. Right. You're reflecting all these things. And then you're looking at all the things that other people have have going on because we're all experiencing this new energy now that we're in the summer solstice. Everyone's feeling inspired to do more things, to have more of that energy up, um, that uptake, right? It can get to you. It can cause you to worry. It can cause you to have guilt. It can cause you have to have shame, to be like, dang, I could have done this in Gemini season so that now that this season is coming, I'm feeling good, right? I have a system. I have business cards that I've ordered already. So when people are asking me when I'm going to these events, I'm just going into my bag and putting them out instead of thinking of a excuse or being like, oh, actually, I don't have any. Right. Well, instead of just worrying, ask for support from others, maybe. Right. If this nine of swords is affecting you and that uh, ends up affecting you in that way, or this sounds like it could be have the potential to kind of come up for you while Venus is in Gemini, don't worry. Don't allow the worry to break you down like you see in the nine, nine of swords. Don't allow the, the worry or the shame to make you have sleepless nights, to give you nightmares, right? Instead, look to ask for support from others. Talk to friends and family. Talk to a cancer. They're going to help get you right. Talk to a cardinal sign. Okay, because we're in cardinal energy. You need to get the ball rolling. Right? Talk to those people that can help you to develop a plan to organize those swords or organize your thoughts or organize your words. Okay? It's never too late to get moving. So if you're that person that's like, oh, I still have excess weight. I'm feeling insecure. It's the summertime. I want it to be summertime. Fine. Oh my God, it's too late. I'm feeling shameful and showing my body on the beach. I'm feeling, you know, like I'm feeling bad. I'm worried about going to these events and my arms are out. And I feel like I'm, you know, they're waving before I'm waving my hand. Like what is all of these things that happen? Don't worry. Don't allow it to worry you. It's never too late to get moving. It's never too late to begin to channel that energy and get rid of the excess, right? To focus, like I said with the chariot yesterday, of to focus on moving in the right direction, right? All you need is the right bait, like Soul mentioned. So adjust your attention and focus, right? Just because you didn't meet a goal that you wanted to meet and it's the time that you're like oh dang it's too late no it's not too late it's never too late that's what you should know okay start that workout plan in the summertime so you can get fall fine so that you can look like winter wine right basically be solution oriented while venus is in gemini not problem panic Okay, find support if you need it during this transit. There's definitely going to be a lot available to you 
okay? And there will be a lot of different ideas that you're getting with all this influx of energy, but there's more than enough solution to help you to spread out and utilize that energy in useful ways that will help you to keep moving forward in your chariot during this cancer season, okay? So that's why I need us to know. Uh, let's go ahead and get into Thursday, so. Okay, with Thursday, June 23rd, we got, um, we have the moon in Taurus is sextile sun in Cancer. So the relationship between Taurus and Cancer deals with comfort and security. So I, I really love this energy, right? This is very delicate. This is very feminine energy. We have fixed earth right Taurus and we have cardinal water so it's just very um it's kind of intentional and slow moving is what I was getting for this day right and the luminaries right of which we're talking about the sun and the moon you know in astrology we call them planets even though you know in technical astronomy or science we don't refer to them as planets we do call them you know planet celestial bodies in astrology and the sun and moon specifically are called luminaries right so that's what i mean by that the luminaries will be at two degrees right we're gonna have the moon at two degrees taurus sun at two degrees cancer um two degrees when we look at degree theory and astrology two degrees is actually ruled by taurus so it's adding even more feminine venusian energy to this mix and this is a really great day to me and it's funny empress you were just talking about this about food like that's what came up uh for me this day having a more intentional relationship with food and this is something that came up too it's come up in my personal life as well like uh, i think i talked to y'all about it i've been just kind of on a very like um i don't even want to say strict but just like intentional and accountable schedule lately like fitness for me right now and and like holistic wellness is a priority so i um i had to just kind of get there like i was very resistant to tracking like nutrients and calories and things like that but it's really been nice to have this sort of honesty and accountability with what i'm putting into my body and you know, I don't know. I'm a Capricorn, so lists make a lot of sense to me. Tracking things, documenting things, quantifying things. But it's actually been really nice. Like when you schedule your food into your day, like, okay, when am I going to eat? How much am I going to eat? You know what I mean? And, and, and seeing that you can still be very um, nourished, right? And still feel full of like energy but you're actually like fueling your body you know what I mean I didn't think that I'm out here eating good like I'm eating like three four times a day like smaller meals and I'm still able to feel really full and energized um I don't feel deprived in any way but I have a much more intentional relationship with my food and so I think this day um is a great day to think about just in general what an intentional relationship with food looks like and for all of us it's going to be unique it's going to be different right whether it's finally you know getting on a meal plan this is a great day to like envision maybe plan or strategize okay what, what kind of proteins do I want what kind of greens you know what kind of um like nutrients dense carbs am I gonna have right so we're still talking about you know we're not gonna be eating you know dry Cheerios <laughs> and expecting to get through our day like we can still eat really good whole foods 
that make us feel good and make us feel like we can still be creative. I feel like a lot of us, we we love to cook. You know, cooking is a, a great way for us. It's, it's magic, you know what I mean? It's kitchen magic. And it's a great way for us to connect with ourselves, our family, our traditions. So how can we, you know, revitalize some of these recipes to be more um, healthy, right? Or nutritious, right? While still preserving the cultural um, aspects of cooking that we've gotten from our family, right? Some of us might want to eat, you know, a little bit less. Some of us might want to eat more. You know, some of us are here trying to bulk, period. You know what I mean? Get thick in the gym. So it's like, you know, even that is hard accountability wise. Like some people out here trying to make it and get these booty gains with one meal a day. Like that's not going to cut it, sis. You know what I mean? Like how do you are going to plan more regimented eating into your schedule? Um, or my biggest habit that I need to break eating when I'm like watching TV like I I have to work on that because that's not you're you're not being present when you're taking in those nutrients so sometimes you actually might be hungry after you eat watching something because your body isn't focused on like what you just ate so like I need to work on not trying to multitask or do so much while I'm eating and actually like make it more sacred time Um, some of us I think most importantly as well is identifying patterns of emotional eating and also the source of our food. Like I feel like that overall is going to be a major theme uh, while we're in cancer season, especially having the North Node in Taurus. It's those two things like what are our um, how do we try to find emotional security through food? And then also what are we going to do when on a widespread level there's food scarcity? Like how do we make sure our food is secure? So maybe on a day like Thursday doing some research about local produce uh, checking out certain farmers markets in your area and also gardening right Taurus is like the green thumb like I know some Taurus people that it's like I still don't know how their plants don't die <laughs> they just be watering plants like once every so often they don't be putting nutrient-dense soil nothing like their plants don't die like Taurus have that gift of having a naturally green thumb and then cancer is all about agricultural abundance. So I think this is actually a beautiful time to manifest a relationship with food where we know and it can actually be in control of the source and quality of our ingredients. So like I said, we talked about this a few weeks ago where I was like, if you in New Jersey, there's no excuse for you not to have one tomato plant, period. Like wherever it is that you live, like think of one just locally grown food, you know what I mean? And just try, like even if it doesn't work, you still learn something from the, that experience. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's lettuce, whether it's carrots, whether it's asparagus, whether it's apples, like whatever is naturally occurring in your area, try your hand at trying of, of gardening and planting to get that experience. And I think it's beautiful putting intentions into that that's the last thing i'll say this girl got a money tree i saw this on tiktok the other day this girl got a money tree and named the money tree the name of her business which i thought was beautiful so that when she like spends time on her money tree and she puts affirmations into her money tree like for example um i don't know let's say like her business called soul right like my name will say that like oh soul is growing abundantly soul is nutrient rich soul you know what i mean so every time you are working on your garden and planting things think about how that's a metaphor for all the abundance that you're cultivating and growing in your life like i think this is a beautiful time to do that if you haven't already planted anything for yourself yet this season so that's what i have for thursday um empress what does this look like in the tarot i love that you brought up food because i was like getting that heavy for this day 
Yes, I was getting something. So I love the alignment. I love the alignment. Okay, guys, Thursday, Moon and Taurus, Sextile, the Sun and Cancer. In the tarot, this is the high priestess in the hierophant or the king of pentacles, sextile the sun in the chariot or the queen of cups. And so to me, this is a day to really focus on the best possible ways to maximize the season and build up your skills, acquire more possessions and bring more prosperity into your life, right? This is also a like this is like what Big Empress Energy will say. Abundance tenfold in your life, you right? Okay, how she's a Taurus, by the way, Sun and Taurus. But like this is a day where you can like literally focus on the best ways to bring more prosperity into your life tenfold. Um, this is also a great day to instill and remind yourself of your values, right? Taurus deals with values. What do I value about, as Soul said, staying committed to my workout plan? You know, what are my original intentions to doing this? I love that money tree. I have a money tree too, but I love the business. You know, naming your money tree of your business. That is a bomb idea, right? That's a day to, a day like today is the energy of doing something like that, right? Thinking about what makes you committed to actually seeing things through. Because let's get into it. With the Hierophant here, with the High Priestess here, it's like, what? Okay, in the past, historically for yourself, just think about this. Historically, when it comes to you, what is one thing that you feel you have been successful at? What's one thing that you were able to see through to the end? Okay. And when you get that one thing in your mind that you were able to see from beginning to end and, and actually see success for yourself, right? Why were you able to stay the course? Why were you able to stay focused on that journey, right? What made you committed to seeing it through to the end? That will be known, ladies and gentlemen, AstroFam, as your blueprint. Okay, what motivates you? What's going to motivate you to get you to the finish line of your goals in cancer season, right? This is a day where you get really clear on those things, okay? We're all emotional creatures and we're driven by the way things make us feel. So utilize today's energy to remind yourself of your why, right? If you're someone that's motivated by, um, I love something that you said so really quickly. You mentioned, you know, like I set this goal for myself in terms of my eating habits and like, you know, hitting my goal every week in terms of like my caloric deficit, making sure I have this many calories in terms of my food intake on a daily basis. And at the end of the goal that I set for myself, instead of saying, all right, I'm going to treat myself to go out to eat. Instead of treating myself to go get food and, and teaching and programming yourself to be valued, to value cheap meals, right? At the end of that journey, she's like, I would rather spend that money and invest in upgrading some, you know, uh, upgrading my technology. I'd rather invest that in, you know, my business or myself, 
in other words, in something else that's gonna help me to continue to grow in another area of my life. And so think about that. What motivates you? What drives you? What can you tell yourself? All right, all right, all right, Empress. If you, when you, because words matter, when you achieve this goal, this is the, the reward that you're gonna give yourself at the end. Now I have something to tie my emotions to so that every day when my alarm clock's going off and I'm like, oh, I really don't want to get up. Oh, girl, but Cobble is calling my name. Cobble is calling your girl's name. Once I lose this 15 pounds, we are on the plane. We are up in the air, right? So think of that for yourself. Create that emotional experience for yourself and utilize the energy of today to remind yourself of your why to focus on the best ways to maximize the season and upskill, to acquire more possessions, to bring more of that prosperity in by instilling those values, by going back to the drawing board and say, what is my value system? What helps me to stay committed to seeing things through and using that blueprint on any on whatever you're working on currently in your life? This also reminds me, last point, to do a check of your vision board, guys. Do a check of your vision board. Maybe redo your vision board on a day like today to get clearer on your focus and what you want to focus on now that Soul said we're in Q2 now. So what did you accomplish in Q1? What are your goals for Q2? Right, now that we're in the summer, so while we're in Cancer, Leo, and Virgo season, what do you want to accomplish by the end of Virgo season? Write those goals down, get clear on it, and let's get moving. But use this day for that, that those types of activities. I think it'll be um, really great to help you with maintaining your focus, adjusting it if necessary, um, and keeping it moving. So let's get to Friday, Soul. I was, you had me cracking up because it's funny. We were talking about that the other day, how I told Empress, like, you know, I was, <laughs> I was about to give myself some Chick-fil-A to celebrate my month in like of committing to, you know, the gym and whatnot. But I was like, no, like this time I really want to reframe how I reward myself with foods that aren't necessarily healthy. Because <laughs> the last time I did this challenge, I did the, ch uh, the challenge. And by the way, if y'all want uh, the challenge that I'm uh, on right now, I have like a, a PDF of it. Like I could definitely send it to y'all. It is like really um, gotten me some great results. If you want it, just back channel me and I'll send you a, a PDF, but back channel me your email address and then I'll send it to you. Um, but anyways, the last time I finished the challenge, I really celebrated with some crab legs. <laughs> And there's nothing wrong, like there's absolutely nothing wrong with crab legs. You can still eat what you want in, ma in moderation. But you know what I mean? How is that like, I'm making progress, so I celebrate with something that is actually going to set me back. You know what I mean? Or like how, like how is that like, it's kind of speaking to like you're depriving yourself versus trying to integrate and make wellness like part of your lifestyle you know what i mean so this time around i'm like i told empress i was like i think i'm gonna reward myself with like a new pair of like those apple like the air mac uh the airpod max you know headphones or like when i get to a certain milestone get myself a cute like you know weeks worth of new gym outfits or maybe like a new pair of sneakers or something like that because those things are still going to add to my lifestyle 
You know what I mean? Like it's gonna push me into keeping fitness as a part of my lifestyle and not like reinforcing old patterns. So like, I, it's funny you brought that up because it's it's really real, you know? See, how is that a subconscious message of like, I'm rewarding myself by actually eating food that, you know what I mean? Isn't like necessarily helpful. Again, you know, it's I, I'm still gonna eat my crab legs, period. But it's just, you know, not as a direct relationship to like this is a reward you know for my progress so anyways but I, I love that you brought that up but moving on to friday june 24th we got the moon in taurus is conjunct uranus in taurus and so this is an interesting day right this is a friday june 24th and so all the so we have the moon and we have uranus right and conjunctions are kind of amplifying this energy we have two planets that are in close proximity that's what a conjunction is so their energy is kind of like bouncing off each other right and amplifying this this sort of energy and so what comes with uranus when we're talking about uranus as a planet you know uh especially in the sign of taurus right we're talking about unexpected sudden and disruptive events regarding our possessions just generally speaking right and how that impacts our self-value and our emotional stability the first thing i thought of was the stock market for sure like i'm gonna i'm very interested and intrigued to see what's going on this day whether it's gonna just like fluctuate whether it's gonna be unexpectedly up unexpectedly down right there's just something i feel like is gonna be kind of interesting or maybe if it's not the stock market it's crypto just in general something about like assets right um so and then I think also for anyone who does trade on the market, it's important to move intentionally and thoroughly because again, Uranus is unexpected. Oh, like, oh shit, I just pressed the wrong button or I meant to do this and I accidentally did that because my attention wasn't focused, right? Remember, we're talking about Venus and Gemini as well. Maybe you got a little money hungry. You saw the dollar signs real quick in your hands. Gemini pressed the wrong thing, did the wrong thing. You didn't think something through quickly. I mean, you thought something you didn't think something through and you thought too quickly and moved too quickly about something. So it's important to move intentionally, but also maybe having to make quick, unexpected decisions that may make you uncomfortable, but it's necessary. Like be open to pivoting your strategy on a day like today, because if something unexpected happens, you won't have to do something unexpected to remediate that um, unprecedented event. So just, just being mindful of being thorough, but also not sitting there and contemplating like a Taurus. Nope, I'm not going to break my rule. No, nope, I'm going to be stubborn. Like this day might call for a little bit of flexibility um, in in your decision making as it comes to assets. And then I got some weird visuals about like stolen jewelry um, or possessions. So just being like mindful of that. Like, I don't know if it's that someone's jewelry is going to get stolen or I, I just don't know. But it's like that's kind of just what I was getting. Um, also unexpected appraisal value like I feel like this on a day like today is like someone goes and gets some jewelry appraised and then finds out that it's either worth like much less than they thought or what I got specifically was like if you have gold first of all don't sell that <laughs> that's my number one advice but definitely still go get it appraised you know what I mean you might have a ring that you bought in like the 90s early 2000s that you paid whatever let's say three grand for you find out that it's worth double you know what I'm saying like it's it's good to have the value know the value of your possessions um you might be surprised about that and then also um 
Empress and I were just talking about this before the call started, where it's like getting homeowners and renters insurance. Like, I don't know why. I'm just feeling like people, especially with the sudden cancer, like people's, you know, safe. That just got to be honest. Safety and security at home might be compromised. So if something happens, whether it's, you know, a break in or a flood or a natural disaster, it's important to have um, documented the things in your home that are of value, especially so that if you ever have to make like an insurance claim, you're not guessing and like leaving money on the table. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you have proper stock and inventory of everything in your possession and approximately how much it's worth as well. And then being able to like, that's multi-purpose, you know, now you've just documented all of your assets. Eventually, if you're going to do like, you know, it's always important to think of like end of life planning, you know, at any stage of our life. So it's, it would be nice to know like the total value of your assets and things like that. So um, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting on this day. I was just thinking about something else. Oh, yes. Um, it's a Venus day. It's Friday that we're talking about. So I have a movie recommendation for y'all. You could de definitely grab some wine or whatever and sit on the couch and watch a movie on this day. I'm gonna put it in the room chat. It's called All the Money in the World. It came out in 2017. It has uh, Christopher Plummer and Mark Wahlberg in it. And it talks about the Getty family. Uh, John Paul Getty, he was like one of like, he was a huge like oil um, tycoon. Um, and it's very interesting to see like even at that level of wealth, his mindset about money um, and spending money on things and like still not being like frivolous and kind of like being stingy. Like um, he would like air dry his clothes because he didn't want it. He felt like what they were asking him to pay at the laundromat was like too much. So like, even though this man's like a billionaire <laughs> international businessman, he's out here like air drying his clothes because he feels like they were charging him too much. It's just very interesting perspectives on like wealth and the value of things and there's a part that I won't give away but that's kind of, it's about a statue you'll see he gives his um grandson like this figurine and he tells him that it's like super super valuable it's worth like three million dollars and so you know unexpected things happen with that figurine and it, that just reminded me of like Uranus and Taurus like you get you go to get something appraised and you either find out that it's not as valuable as you thought or like it's 10 times more valuable than you would have imagined so great movie and just helps to you know uh, give us an opportunity to reflect on our money mindsets so um yeah that's what i have for friday empress what's your take on this so guys we have the moon and taurus that happened yesterday we're still dealing with the moon and taurus today and we're going to deal with the moon and taurus tomorrow okay for this specific transit happening on friday with the moon and taurus it's going to be conjunct uranus and taurus in the tarot this is the high priestess in the hierophant or king of pentacles conjunct the fool in the hierophant or king of pentacles so progressing from yesterday's energy and i'm going to keep this short and what you've learned about your value system or being able to create new things like your vision board new plans for yourself understanding that blueprint and what's worked for you in the past and applying that um in the present moment for yourself or even deciding to do things like renovations right making the decision that oh actually i want to increase my space i want to bring more um abundance and prosperity into my home i want to wake up 
and feel luxurious and embody that energy so that I can attract more to me, right? This could be you starting a new workout plan as well, caring more for your body, becoming more fixed and focused on, okay, on my vision board, I have dumbbells and I have this all this workout equipment and body goals and this and that. And I've now developed a new workout plan for myself, okay? You may be starting a new journey with the full card here, okay? This could be you starting from ground zero and being like, okay, I'm gonna literally scrap whatever I'm feeling from yesterday is not really working or make amendments to it that help to support my value system. And now here we go, setting off on this journey, utilizing all this extra excess energy that we, um, or additional energy that we've been able to pick up now that the sun is in cancer, now that we're in the summertime. Um, and today could be a great day to also assess the risk of your journey, okay? So I love what you mentioned, Soul, about um, moving intentionally, you know, especially when it comes to things like the stock market because we're dealing with Taurus here, guys. We're dealing with the king of coins. We're dealing with your money. Okay, we're dealing with your stability with Taurus as well. So definitely being very money minded um, for this day as well, especially with it being Friday, like um, so mentioned, being ruled by Venus. Um, the next three days, so yesterday, Thursday, today we're on Friday, and then tomorrow where the moon is still going to be in Taurus, they're great days to be very focused on your money, on your prosperity, on your values, right? Um, and so assess your risk on a day like today. What's the risk of my journey and, and doing these types of things? What's my risk on the stock market and doing these types of plays? Okay. Um, assess the risk of certain possessions. I love that you mentioned, mentioned jewelry as well. Taurus is luxury. Um, those high ticketed items, you know, um, so assess the risk of your possessions. Um, I, that was a conversation that you brought. So it was like, I'm just feeling like increased security, like people are gonna be like breaking into homes. And I was like, that is so true. Taurus is security. Like literally I heard in my head security. And I was like, yes, it's so, so true. So like that is like literally um, something that could be happening today or something that we're seeing um, happen on the larger scale that we even just notice on social media specifically because we're not manifesting it happening to us individually. Okay. Um, but this is obviously with Uranus dealing with faulty like alarm system. So making sure that you have those things in place as so mentioned, rental insurance, having insurance on all of your technology, all of the things that help you to continue moving forward um, and advancing yourself, okay? Um, assessing the risk of your money, okay? I love that example of the movie when it comes to, you know, wanting to air dry your clothes instead of having to, you know, put them in the dryer because that costs money. That's, you know, excess money that you're spending. Now is a really great time to be focusing um at this point in the week being friday um these these three this three-day window thursday friday and saturday is a great day to get your um get that money mindset up focus on your money watch some videos you know because you're subconsciously it's going to be on your mind with the moon being in taurus it's subconsciously going to be something that you're thinking about that you're you know and that you're moving um in the energy of okay so be mindful of assessing the risk of your money um, cook at home instead of ordering as much on Uber Eats or delivery order. Deliveries may not make it on a day like today. <laughs> you might order on delivery. Don't you hate that? All right. I'm not even going to lie. 
I've made deliveries on Deliveroo and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to now on this wrap. It's about to be busting. And then it's like, we delivered your order. And I'm like, this little scoop to is nowhere near my house, okay? I don't know who he delivered to, but it wasn't me. And then you can't even call the driver. It's an order help and all this stuff. Uranus and Taurus, this unexpectedly could happen to you. So instead of ordering delivery to potentially break down or deliver to the wrong home, just take your, you know, take the Taurus energy and cook something homemade, you know, homemade. Make something, make, like, if you're craving a, a burger, why don't you go and walk to the nearest grocery store or drive there and then come home and bust down? You know, not Thadiana bust down, but bust down, okay? <laughs> like, a little bit, but bust down, you know? Put on some good music and, like, make it nice. Add some wine, you know? Like, sip on wine while you're making your meal. Um, I also see a lot of people in the collective um, getting rid of, like, any excess right now. So I wanted to say that as my last thing, like, on a day like today, with you embarking on this new journey, with you kind of being uh, committed or instilling your values or that blueprint that you know works so well for you, get rid of any excess that isn't working for you, right? If, if certain things are not aligning, as we mentioned earlier in this week, um, with where you want to go, if certain things aren't aligning with where you see yourself going, this is a great day to get rid of excess and pack light because the fool does not have any excess baggage when he's going on this new journey. He's packed very light. There's just a backpack or a little, you know, rucksack over his shoulder and that's it. So get rid of any excess um, as you're embarking on these new journeys, as you're getting more clear on your plan and assessing your risk in the journey and your possessions and your money. Um, let's get into Saturday. So that's all I have for uh, Friday's energy. I was cracking up because why is it when you really want the food that it doesn't get there? I'm like, I don't even want my refund. I don't want my money. I just want the food. That was the point. <laughs> oh my gosh, right? Like, get a runner. It'd be the time that you're really like, this money, like, no, I just wanted my food. And now I waited 45 minutes and now I have no food and now everything's closed. That's the worst part. Yes, that's the worst part when it's late and then by the time you found out it didn't get to you, now everything's closed and you're stuck. That That is like such a, I'm a Taurus fifth house and sixth house. That's an easy way to piss me off. The worst, you get the worst review. Don't ask me about me. Right. Because it's going right. to be bad. Okay, one star. So moving into the weekend, as we close out, um, we have Saturday, June 25th, we have the moon and Taurus sextile Neptune and Pisces. So the relationship between Taurus and Pisces deals with creativity and love. And I feel like on a day like today, some of us need to like do some upkeep on our spiritual routines. I feel like, you know, especially just going through Taurus season, we had Venus and Taurus as well right um we put a lot of value and time on the mundane and the material so maybe some of us are feeling drained or feeling a little bit disconnected or feeling like maybe like aimless like a feeling of aimlessness um especially with like a lot of the gemini energy that we just had you know as we're shifting into cancer season like 
we were pulled into different directions. So we're kind of just like, now what? You know what I mean? And a lot of it, this feeling of being drained or overwhelmed is because we haven't really been checking in with our spirit as much. And what I've learned too throughout my um, my spiritual journey is like once you're, you reach spiritual integration, your magic or your spiritual routines doesn't have to be all formal and ceremonial. Like I was the type of person, I never missed a full moon or new moon. Like I was out here in the botanica getting candles, you know, adorning them, taking my spiritual baths, you know what I'm saying? Pulling cards and turning out all the lights and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> charging out my crystals like that's great you know what I mean I still like I'm I'm looking forward to being able to um have kind of like a sanctuary of my own again um with my altar you know uh putting fresh water um fresh flowers you know what I'm saying like I was very much on like the literal ceremonial formal types of like connecting with my spirit but when you when you reach a deeper place of spiritual integration you can just you know what I'm saying you see um a leaf you know what i'm saying or you see a feather on the ground and you're like okay spirit is present or somebody comes and unexpectedly says something to you or engages you in conversation you're like wow like you know what i mean that was such a spiritual conversation or even to me like i'm at the point in my astrological knowledge where i could just see the chart of the day like in my head more or less i'm like okay boom i know where saturn is boom i know where the sun is boom i know where mercury and mars are so i can like see those planets in my head and then if something happens to me I'm like why like even something simple the other day I, I broke a nail and it was like the new moon in Gemini I was literally in my car I broke my nail on the steering wheel and I was like oh <laughs> the moon's in Gemini right got it that's why I broke my nail in the car so even certain things like that you can once you're kind of quick with it and integrated you could see the spiritual symbolism behind everything but it's still a great time for us to set some type time aside to really connect with spirit you know what I mean whatever that looks like putting in some sort of intentional time whether it's communing at our altar or pulling some cards or asking maybe a friend for a reading or something like that like something something different and intentional and because we're dealing with neptune and pisces i would say in isolation as well you know what i mean kind of just taking some time to unplug being on your own maybe even being in nature right moon and taurus is all about being you know um, in nature or in a field of grass or maybe going and foraging for flowers and things like that and speaking intentions over them and bringing them back into your home just something like naturey you know what i mean and and done in solitude and maybe even silence like i just got that too like um taurus it it kind of rules the um taurus rules the throat so gemini is definitely more about our vocal cords and like our our voice but even taurus is is that same kind of general area like maybe some of us spend the day in silence you know something like that um and I think also because we're dealing with Taurus and Pisces, um, some of us might want to indulge in like herbs and plant medicine. And even if you're not gonna do that, maybe like a tea, like, you know, doing some sort of um, intentional blend um, for your tea or putting herbs in your bath um, or, you know, smoking some herbs, you know what I'm saying? Um, whatever it is that you, you know, feel called to do I feel like tapping into like herbs and plant medicine um, would be really great on this day just to kind of recenter yourself and like you know it's like we've been grinding we've been talking about money we've been talking about assets we've been talking about you know Gemini season probably had us running in a whole bunch of different directions so how do we kind of do like a spiritual reset and then recharge ourselves so that we can um, go into Sunday um, and the next week with more clarity so 
that's what I have for Saturday. Empress, what's your take on this day? Yes, today, guys, on Saturday, with the moon in Taurus, sextile Neptune and Pisces, in the tarot, this is the high priestess in the Hierophant or the King of Pentacles, sextile the Eight of Cups. And I absolutely am living for what you just said with the upkeep on spiritual routines. That is such a gem for a day like today because I really, I was really feeling like today brings a lesson for us to stop looking outside of ourselves for validation and power. And I love the example you gave of the full moon and how it's like, I used to make it an entire, you know, we all go through that process with our spiritual journey. We have to, it's part of, you know, the Hierophant. It's a part of that journey. It's a part of you beginning at a certain point and then going into the point where you have the room. People are looking up to you and asking you questions and, you know, wanting you to impart your wisdom to them based on your commitment to your journey and all of those different steps as your transition, as you tra transition. So I really feel like with this Eight of Cups, um, sextiling the moon in Taurus or the high priestess in the Hierophant and the king of coins, your power and value goes wherever you go, right? And with Taurus, dealing with value, like we said with Venus, dealing with luxury, like we talked about jewelry, we talked about money and the stock market and investing. And, you know, um, we mentioned your journey in terms of, you know, uh, valuing external things. You know, your value goes wherever you go, and it's not in the external things as you can see with the with the Eight of Cups. At the end of the day, you can have so many nice things in your house, but you should be able to walk away from those things and say, those don't make who I am. It's nice for me to have these things. It's nice for these things to be in my environment, for me to be able to afford these um, crystals and all these abundant, um, all the gold, all the jewelry, all the nice cars, all these things, the, the finest wines and the best alkaline water and all these things. It's amazing for me to be able to afford all these, but I am, I am the power. All of these things are in my environment because I attracted them based on my vibration. So taking it back to exactly what you said, upkeeping your spiritual routine. For me, in my journey, spirituality has taught me that, that I'm the power. My ancestors are me, right? It's not an ex, as much of an external thing um, as sometimes we're led to believe uh, when it comes to these things. As I mentioned earlier with, you know, uh, get starting on new journeys of value when it comes to inciting that blueprint and focusing on your why, focusing on how you were able to be successful at that one thing I had you think about. What was the, the main reason you were successful at that one thing? It was because of you. It wasn't because of where you were or it wasn't because of who else helped you, this or that. You were the one that told yourself to wake up early. You were the one who put pen to paper and created this idea. You were the one that showed up every single week consistently on social media, right? You were the one every week showing up to the, the farmer's market to sell your products and provide your services. So you are the power. And today is a great day for you to remind yourself of that. Sit with yourself and really remind yourself that with the Eight of Cups here, with this Neptune and Pisces energy. You are the power. 
that's it and it goes with you wherever you go so i'm gonna go ahead and stop it there today is a really you know straightforward day definitely indulge in those things that will help to increase your power and energy on a day like today but know that none of it will be effective without you you are the main ingredient right all right so let's get into sunday to close out the week so you know i just spirit put it in my heart that i just want to say it out loud but um Empress, I would love to do a room on like something about like the commodification or commercialization of spirituality, because I think when I first started my spiritual journey, I felt so much pressure. Like you were just saying, like, if I don't have the right crystals, if I don't have the right candle, like it felt more about like, like kind of how we feel religious pressure, like something is going to go wrong if you don't light this candle, something is going to go wrong if you don't carry this crystal in your pocket, or if you don't invoke something the right way, or if you don't do this the right way, or if you don't you know what i'm saying like i feel like it's kind of interesting how the capitalist approach of commodifying things you have to buy this you're not spiritual until you have 10 of these and three and whatever you see people with their extravagant crystal collections and oils and this and that and you know what i mean you're kind of especially since we're in the north node in taurus literally what you said how do you see the value in yourself we're just out here pouring money oh more crystals oh more things don't get me wrong you know what i'm saying i'm an earth sign i love me a good crystal i love me a, a good you know new oracle deck period i just got one last week or two weeks ago I, i'm loving it um you know those things help right if you're a very if you're an earth dominant or fire dominant person it helps to have material things to focus your attention on spirit don't get me wrong but i think for a lot of new people um to different forms of spirituality they feel kind of trapped and saying wait so i have to spend all this money i have to get all these products all these things in order to be considered spiritual you know what i'm saying i would love to do like a room and have a conversation about that do it so i just had to say that because i'm like we all i feel like a lot of us have really been there and now <laughs> i'm sitting here with my crystal collection and all these bottles of florida water all these card decks you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like that that's a part of the hierophant journey that's a mm -hmm. part of it like we don't regret or we don't have like i said with the nine of swords with that um venus entering gemini we don't have regret or shame about that i love all my tarot and oracle mm -hmm. right but it's about knowing they will be sitting there in their boxes powerless without me mm -hmm. right? without my energy to work through it and so that's that's what today is really helping us to understand as a lesson right especially on the intuition and subconscious scale which is going to help affect our programming because we know our programming lies in that subconscious space so um i love today's energy especially wrapping up the week right yeah so as we close we have sunday june 26 i think such a beautiful light way to end the week um we have the moon in gemini conjunct venus in gemini and it's funny i was thinking for this day when i whenever i do love readings whether it's through astrology or like cards people will ask me you know where am i going to meet my partner right and i'm like child not in the house <laughs> you know what i'm saying not sitting at home doing nothing being all isolated you know and even then you know some of us meet our, our partners on dating apps or online so of course obviously you can meet someone from the comfort of your home but this is kind of like because we're dealing with venus and gemini it's like 
a lot of people who do want to find their divine partner, you know what I mean? Go out into your local community. Like your partner is going to be wherever you are. There's nothing that you need to change about yourself, your routine. Like you might spontaneously one day say, you know what, I'm going to get up and maybe you change your routine every day. You go to the coffee shop at 730 and then today you feel called to go at like eight. You know, you have something else to do. And boom, on the way to the coffee shop, you run into somebody who ends up being your partner. You know what I'm saying? A lot of uh, open up your yourself to spontaneity like you'll always be in the right place and and the right time to meet your divine partner it's not anything like you're not you know if i tell you if i answer somebody's question oh you know you go you go meet them at the movie theater this person you're, you're gonna sit around all day at the movie theater just waiting you know what i mean for for this person it's like no your partner is going to be wherever you are at but if that's something that you want if you do want to meet your divine partner get get outside you know what i mean get outside go to the park go to your local um you know neighborhood hangouts you know what i'm saying stop stop um you know being anti-social when your friends are like come on girl you said you go out with us the last three times da, 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 da. you know check in on your friends spend time with them as well like i feel like this too is like i feel like a lot of people's friends might be feeling like neglected because you're really focused on finding a partner you know what i mean but you have friends who knows that the next time you go out with your girls you actually meet a, a partner or your new partner ends up being a mutual friend but because you're neglecting your friends and you're so focused on I'm trying to find my divine partner, I'm trying to find my twin flame, I'm trying to find my other half, you have other people in your in your network and in your circle that maybe feel like they're not, that your energy feels sporadic and that they don't get to spend enough time with you. Um, and then lastly, it just made me think too, especially if you're like... Um, uh sagittarius or gemini rising right this is going to be a lot of mirroring in your relationships like moon and gemini venus and gemini like i have seven thousand gemini so it's like my partners end up reflecting a lot of things about myself you know so with venus and gemini the people that we are attracting especially like, like if you're single and you're starting to just talk to somebody or even if you're in a relationship like before you get agitated like right now is a time where our relationships are going to be doing a lot of mirror work so with this moon in gemini take it as an opportunity to um reflect on how your relationships and even you know venus it could be love but it could also be friends it could be family um siblings right how do your relationships reflect back certain things that either emotionally trigger you or emotionally stress you out or make you overwhelmed or make you overthink that you want to kind of work on you know what i mean it's a very transparent mirroring kind of time when it comes to relationships so before you're ready to point the finger this man is a toxic ego egotistical narcissist <laughs> all the buzzwords right all the all the twitter right. words it's like reflect on how are you attracting that experience you know what about you needs to be either healed or brought to the surface and this person is like reflecting that not saying that there were a reflection of you but how they even say narcissists attract empaths you know what i mean maybe you have absolutely no boundaries and that's why you keep attracting people who just want to take from you you know in some way it speaks about yourself not saying that you're the narcissist as well but how is your energy being mirrored back to you by your interactions with this person so 
yeah, just I think a lot of things on people's minds. Definitely, this is a great day to go out, be outside in your local neighborhood, you know, go for a walk, kind of just spend time outside and it'll be a great way to clear your head. And for those people who want to manifest a partner, um, it's, you know, just increasing your chances. You're not going to meet somebody, you know, being a hermit and staying indoors. So kind of put yourself out there, maybe go, um, you know, take a class, do something new in your local community, and you might, you know, meet meet your, your next partner. So that's all I have, Empress, if you want to take us home for the week as we wrap up. Yes, let's close out on Sunday. This was a fire week, you guys. Okay, get ready to join the stage and share your experiences with us. But for Sunday, with the moon in Gemini conjunct Venus in Gemini in the tarot, this is the high priestess in the lovers or the knight of swords conjunct the nine of swords energy. And what I'm getting for this is to stop overthinking your growth by overthinking what you bring to a relationship. And um, this ties in really well with what you mentioned, Soul, about, you know, staying at home and not putting yourself out there not wanting to go outside and like be able to allow life to happen to you right because you're too busy with this nine of swords thinking oh my god i said i'll be summer fine and i'm not oh my god i said i was gonna do this and i'm supposed to be all these people keep asking me to do their hair and i don't have that business um, system set up yet oh my gosh all, the, all these thoughts that you're thinking up that are causing you to feel shame and guilt for yourself are keeping you stagnant from being able to bring better in for yourself, right? And so just because you're not where you want to be, just because you may feel that there are things that you need to walk on in yourself, because when we're looking at the lover's card here, yes, we take into account relationships. Yes, we take in into account being harmonious with another person, but also taking into account the personal aspect of your masculine and feminine side. If as if at, if your feminine aspect, right, which is a subconscious, your loving, nurturing, creative side right? It's constantly being attacked by your masculine side. The one that's the side of yourself that's supposed to protect your creations and your ideas. The one that's supposed to help you feel safe and help you feel loved. The one that's supposed to help you be able to take action on the, on the way that you feel about yourself, right? If you're constantly attacking yourself, how are you um, going to get outside of your own body to be able to enjoy life more, to be able to move forward with this energy we're in with cancer in the summertime to use any of that excess energy? It's staying within you, right? Just rotating in a cycle of viciousness. And then whenever some, and if you have that going on inside of you, that's what you're going to potentially uh, attract when you do put yourself out there. Right? So work on those things. Just because you're not where you want to be, right? And you might feel like there's things that you need to develop within yourself. Doesn't mean that there's not someone ready to love you exactly where you are. And be a great teammate in life to help you get better. While you also help them. Right. None of us are supposed to be on uh, the planet alone. We're all supposed each one teach one. Right. We're all supposed to be contributing to each other. So, like I said, with the nine of swords earlier, reach out and ask for support. Ask for help. 
There may be some of you as well, I just got this, that are in relationships now when it's like both of you are in, um, both of you feel that you may want to seek some kind of counseling or some type of therapy to get an additional opinion or an additional perspective on things that may be going on between the two of you. Allow that to be something that you allow to help you at this time. Accept support at at this time with those types of things with this conjunction, right? Because we're our, uh, where we're placing our attention, I have this deck, it's the money and the law of attraction cards. I forgot exactly what it was saying, but it's like when you are focused, whatever you're focusing on is what's going to continue to show up in your life with the law of attraction. You're attracting what you're thinking about. You're attracting the way that you feel. So if you constantly are feeling in the energy of guilt and shame, like this nine of swords, then you're continually putting yourself in that same type of cycle, right? Continually beating yourself up about what you've not done and what you should have done. That's continuing that cycle of guilt, that cycle of shame, that cycle of worry, that cycle of anxiety, that's keeping you, like weighing you down. What would actually serve you so much better to think of what you what you want to attract, right? Oh my gosh, I'm in this situation that I don't enjoy. What do I enjoy? I would enjoy this in my life. I would enjoy more of that in my life. I would enjoy more harmony within myself so that I can attract a partner that also sees that harmony in in me and has that harmony within themselves as well so that we can help each other to learn. We can help each other to grow, right? I would like to see more. I would like to bring in more uh, consistency and more discipline in myself. With all of these ideas, with all of these people that are, you know, asking for my services, that's what I want to focus on. Being able to get new clients and then treat them in the best professional way. Instead of continually worrying about, oh, I don't have this, I don't have that. It's better to think of what you want to attract. And that's going to be what, with the law of attraction, comes to you as a result. Where your attention goes, your energy flows, Right. So today, ending out this week, remind yourself to not stunt your growth by overthinking about what you don't bring into a relationship, what you don't bring into, what you don't have yourself at this moment in time. Think about what you do want instead and focus on that, right? Manifest that. Meditate on that energy. Because where your attention goes, your energy is going to flow. And that flow is going to be a channel that creates more abundance or the latter that flows towards you, right? So love the way this week ended. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up there. We love you. We thank you so much for joining us for this space once again. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Astro Tea. We really enjoyed your energy. And we look forward to seeing you next week, Sunday. So be sure to play the song of the week and not over your plants, right? Um, the song of this week is Watering My Plants by Larry, by Larry June. Um, check out our link tree, guys, to join the email list. 
go ahead and order your Astro Tea journal. Send us a love donation if you feel led. And you can even book a personal session with us both. All of that information is in the link above. Um, so go ahead and follow us here on Clubhouse on Astro Tea. Um, and you can also follow us over on Instagram to catch up between episodes. We love you and have a terrific week.